everybody and welcome to day one of Happy and Aligned, the five-day festival. I'm Trine, I'm your host, and the name can be a little bit tricky to pronounce if you're not Danish, so Trina is just fine, and otherwise we will figure it out. But I, more than anything, want to welcome you to this group, and I want to ask you, are you ready for a week dedicated to becoming more happy and aligned? Because that's what we're here for. And that's the whole point of this. So I hope that you are indeed. So I will just find the comments on Facebook here for a second. Because I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very excited about the topic and I could talk about it all day. But there's one thing I like more than talking about being happy and aligned, and that's having a conversation about it. So throughout the whole presentation, feel free to pop in questions <clears throat> and comments. If, if there's anything that you would like clarified or I'm not making sense, let me know that as well. Okay? Uh, 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 let's see. I think we are right here. Good. I should be able to see the comments right here. So, alrighty. How are you feeling? And where are you zooming in from? Let me know in the chat. And also, if you are here on replay, still feel like this is for you. I'm still talking to you, whether you're here or not. Oh, hi, Randy Maya. So happy to have you here. Ooh, alrighty. So, this week, I want to take you on a journey, on a little adventure, if you like. And I hope you will see it as a kind of vacation, sort of a, a bubble away from home, someplace new you haven't been before. And I hope that, like when we are on vacation, that you will feel a little bit more adventurous here, a little bit open to new ideas or like when, when we go somewhere exotic and we want to try out the local food. Even though many of the ingredients are some that we will know from back home, they might be put together in a new and different way and there might be some different seasoning and spices that we're used to. Ooh. Randy Meyer from Aarhus, Denmark. So we're almost neighbors, sort of close. So you're not that far away from home being here today. Um, but the whole idea, oh, and Britta, hi, Britta. Um, oh, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting so excited about the comments. Thank you guys. Um, but what I was saying is that I hope you look at this week like a vacation where you are trying out new things. And some of them might be kind of familiar. Like, I mean, I did not invent any of the truth in the universe. I am just presenting them with my perspective and through 
my lens, which has my personal experiences and examples. So even if you know some of this from before, you might pick up on something that's presented in a slightly different way that might make something click into place for you. And that was what I was trying to get at with the analogy of being on vacation and trying out new food. And, and don't worry at all, because there is no risk that you're going to end up accidentally eating something that doesn't agree with you. So if I'm saying something here that you feel like, oh, no, that that's not I don't like that. That's not making any sense. That's perfectly fine. You'll just leave that and take what does suit you. Ooh, Victoria is here and it's midnight in Melbourne, Australia. And we have Britta from New Jersey. So we're covering all time zones here. I am so grateful for you guys. And I will try not to keep you up too long, Victoria. So let me get straight to it. I want to promise you that this week I'm going to give you everything I have about being happy and aligned. And of course, it's a, quite a big topic. So it will be it will be everything that I can cram into this one week. And at the end of this week, I promise you that if you soak up as much of it as you have time for, as time zones allow and so on, you will have shifted your perspective just a little bit. Your belief in how much happiness and alignment is actually possible will have increased and I like to think that you will have found an even deeper trust that life is meant to be enjoyable because that was one of my foundational beliefs and I will keep coming back to that as we move through the content of the week. And as we speak about beliefs and foundations, I would like to start out to make sure that we are on the same page because I'll be mentioning happiness and alignment and being happy and aligned all the time. So let's get clear on what that, that actually means because I think especially happy, that's a term we use a lot without thinking too much about it. Oh, I'm happy to see you uh, or there's the fairytale version of happily ever after. And I think sometimes we have this sense that to be happy means to be bouncing off the wall, giddy. But but that's not the happiness I'm talking about here. Because to me, being happy covers the whole range of positive human emotions. So whether you feel sort of mm, sort of a contentment or deep satisfaction for a job well done or a delicious meal with good friends that can be happy and happiness can be feeling joy or playful or interested or curious or passionate and then we're moving towards excited and bubbly and there's of course also love and appreciation so all these things are sort of different different vibrations of the same on the same spectrum of happiness. So if you take 
just a second to hmm, just tune in. Can you feel what is awakened in you when I say happy or happiness? Can you describe what comes up for you? I know for some people joy is closer and might feel slightly more authentic. And I think for me, when I feel really happy, that's a kind of excitement. That's the, I, I get a little bit bubbly and sometimes even that sort of puppy-like energy of, of just, this is good, this is exciting, I like this. That's when I really feel happy. But all of it counts. So whatever it is for you, when I say happy, you just tune in to the joy or the peacefulness or interest or curiosity or sense of adventure that it means to you. And, and I like to think that happiness in, in the context of what we're talking about this week, that kind of covers the human physical experience where alignment is slightly more on the spiritual end of things. And when I say spiritual, I just mean that we are all spiritual beings in physical bodies. So I'm not talking about some kind of certificate that I had a near-death experience or I'm enlightened, so I'm spiritual. It's, it's simply just that I believe that it is our origin to be spiritual. I think we all have this connection to to source or to the universe and that's another definition isn't it or that has many many terms because some would say god or the divine or spirit oh randy maya says that for her happiness is a bubbling peaceful and safe space inside Mm, that feels like delicious happiness to me. Thank you for sharing. And I think happiness and alignment go so well together, partly because they cover the physical and then the slightly more spiritual side. And if you look up alignment in a dictionary, one of the definitions that come up is being in the correct relative position so you can ask being in the correct relative position to what when we want to be aligned and what i'm talking about is being aligned with our souls in the sense that we are aligned with our dreams and our values in life and even that bigger sense of being aligned with the whole universe and we are going to dig into this aspect on Wednesday, which I'm looking very much forward to because there's so much good stuff in that, I find. But for now, alignment means, well, basically it just means don't get in the way of life because we sometimes tend to do that, I think. So this week is about creating this emotional foundation where we're both happy and aligned because when we combine that, that is a very powerful place of being because 
as we practice it, it becomes easier to maintain that energy. So life doesn't have to be this roller coaster of, oh, now I'm happy, now I'm sad, now I'm excited, now I'm bored, now I'm... Because that can get really exhausting. And, and <laughs> I must admit that I know that part of life, unfortunately, because my personal story and the whole reason I'm so excited about being happy and aligned is that I come from, I usually say a decade of stress and depression, but it actually goes back even further than that. I always, I always believed that life was meant to be good, but I always experienced that it wasn't the case for me. So I believed in theory, but I was so struggling to, to find, find how that would work for me. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, to dig in too deep because it, it's in the past and I'm so happy to no longer be there. So I just briefly want to, to share about how it looked at my darkest days so that you don't think that, oh, it's easy for me to talk about being happy and aligned because apparently I got that happy gene or I was just born with a sunny disposition because I have to admit that that is unfortunately not the case. I would love to say that it was. But if anyone had ever handed out prizes for feeling sorry for yourself, for victim mentality, I would have had a whole closet full of those. And I'm not talking the cute little sort of symbolic ones. It would have been big ass trophies. I tell you, oh God, when I look back now, sometimes I'm, I don't even recognize myself. But the thing is, I also don't beat up on myself for it because the way I see it is that victim mentality is, is just sort of the negative expression of having this belief that life is meant to be good for us. So if I had just settled and said, okay, this is life, that's fine, I would have in a way probably stop looking for that more, that better, and I might not have made it to happy and aligned. So in that sense, I, I'll polish my stupid trophies from my victim mentality days. And I'm grateful for the whole experience because it led me here. Even though when in sort of the darkest days, there were times when I just wanted to claw off my own skin because all those negative emotions could could possibly not be contained in my body. And I had nights where I went to bed hoping I didn't have to wake up in the morning. So coming to this place of actually most days waking up with this sense of, ooh, what does life have in store for me today? That is so big. And that's what I want to share with you guys, that sort of transformation. And I will be giving you everything that I have about it. And 
I kind of wish that I could say that it all happened in a flash for me, that the clouds parted and the trumpet sounded and suddenly I just figured it all out and I knew what I was supposed to do and how to do it and ra da 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 off into the sunset and happily ever after. But uh, that wasn't quite my um, experience. So if if you're looking for that, um, I can't I can't provide that. And I think sometimes the whole quantum leap thing is mm, something we want because it seems nicer and easier than actually going through the journey. But if I had to point to a pivotal moment that shifted things for me, it was when I decided to give up. I did not give up on life, but I gave up on the struggle. And and that shifted things because I had spent so much time and energy focusing outwards. I had been looking for my happiness in everything external. I had been reading all the self-help books because when you want something so badly, you're practically willing to do anything. Am I right? I don't know about you guys, but I have read so many books on personal development and I tried so many exercises. I have followed this guru and that teacher and and and, and most of it worked for a little while, you know, but but none of it kept me going for very long. So it was like finding something that gave me a little bit of hope and then I just crashed and ended up back down in my emotional hole. So what happened was that when I decided to to give up, at first it wasn't particularly pretty because I was kind of angry about it. I was frustrated and I found it unfair. So there's a tiny bit of that victim again because I had been doing everything that they told me I ticked all the boxes, I did all the exercises, and it didn't work. So I was like, ah, how can that be fair? So I was like, nope, nope, I've had enough. Clearly, that's not working. So now I'm just going to do my thing. I had no idea what my thing was, but it shifted something simply because by no longer spending all my focus being completely busy looking for things out there. That created a space in me where life could seep in and then the magic started. Mm, one second. Mm. I have been talking a lot here and it's just to give you this sense of of how things can unfold and and this was where i started to sense my own inner guidance which is what today is about because it's almost impossible 
to hear that gentle whisper from our souls when we are so busy listening to what everybody else is expecting of us. And I know many of us who are here, we are sensitive people. So we have a very strong sense of, of that external expe expectation from us. And because we are good people, we want to make people happy. So we have spent a lot of time and energy trying to comply and live up to. But the energy that was released when I stopped doing that so much, it's not even that I stopped completely, but the difference was so huge that the that the analogy that came to me when I was writing my book was like water skiing. I don't have any actual experience with water skiing, so if you if you just go with this and, and picture sort of a cartoony version, uh, I'll try to explain what I mean. Because imagine that you have this sense that life is supposed to be good, and that's what happens when we're water skiing. That's, that's life being good for us. So we get to the lake and we really want to go, go water skiing because we have this drive that that's what life's meant to be for us. But all we see is sort of uh, an empty wooden rowboat. So we're like, okay, but we know that to go water skiing, we need speed. So we're like, all right, we are taught to, you know, roll up our sleeves and not be lazy and and do the thing that's necessary. So we get in the water and we grab a hold of, of the end of that boat and then we start pushing because we need speed so that we can go water skiing. And that's not really working. So we do as we're taught and we look at ourselves and we go like, okay, I know to go water skiing, I need speed. So when this isn't working, it must be because I'm not doing enough. I'm not pushing hard enough. I'm not swimming fast enough. I haven't been doing it for long enough. And that's of course silly. I hope you're getting this picture because that will just never get us on our skis. So what we do want instead and, and what I found when I stopped the whole efforting and struggling and trying to live up to all the external, that was like spotting the brand new shiny speedboat with the rope that was just sort of invitingly laid out for me to, to grab. And it, it was like this sort of inner drive to go places to follow my dreams and as I got a hold of this and the speedboat took off it took a little while to catch my balance but it has been such a ride and sure there are waves and I've landed on my ass a couple of times but I get back up and and life has just been so much more fun this way so let me check. Are you are you catching a sense of this? Do you believe that life is meant to work for you? Or have you been 
like me, buying into the whole, we have to make things happen. Because I still find myself pushing that boat sometimes. I still find myself efforting and struggling and trying to micromanage life. But that's not very aligned. And when we give life a little wiggle room, that's when, that's when the magic happens. So that was, that was my story. And that's why I find it so important to come to this place of being happy and aligned. Because it's like tapping into something bigger than ourselves. Something that supports us. Something that sort of powers our dreams and, and takes us to where we want to be, where we're meant to be. And then, of course, well, we were, we were not taught this way, at least most of us weren't. And sometimes it can, be, it can take a little courage to decide to do things differently because other people have been taught to push the boat. So when we stop doing that, or like me, sort of like, nope, I'm not going to be chasing all that anymore. What I felt probably more from within than from other people was this sense of, oh my God, but, but am I just being lazy because I don't want to put in all the hard work? Or am I actually selfish for, for wanting to feel happy and aligned? How can I do that in a world that's falling apart? And I wrestled with that for a little while because it can feel almost rude and offensive to be happy when other people aren't, especially if close ones aren't. But the thing is that we're not really helping anybody by by refraining from being happy or even letting go of our happiness to to be with them in their pain. Because, I mean, we all want to be helpful and uplift people. And that's why we sometimes don't want to shine too brightly because because that can that can set people off or upset them but in the long run i don't believe that we are doing anyone any favors by holding ourselves back because if you ask yourself when you are the better partner for your spouse or the better parent for your kids or when you are the most generous towards people in need or when you're more effective, I kind of bet that it's when you are actually feeling happy and aligned. Because if we are busy worrying about ourselves and our finances, we might not be as generous and when we are busy beating up on ourselves or stressed about work, that's not when we are the most fun to play with for our kids. So, oh, sorry, let me check the, the 
comments here. Uh, oh yes, Victoria says that contentment is what she likes. That is such a good, solid, mm, delicious feeling when we really tap into it. And Randy Meyer says that it's often the way we grow up where we learn to believe that life is a dangerous place to be and live. Yeah, absolutely, because our parents were taught that way. And if they did not develop any new tools, they didn't have anything else to teach us. And, and someone uh, made me aware of something that I hadn't even considered, that we don't even have to go back that far in history or um, in generations before us where most of the day was spent working just to survive and support ourselves. And the only people who had time to even consider and, and worry about personal development and, and feeling happy, that was, that was Freud and his uh, high society wives. So it's actually a bit of a luxury to be in a place where we get to even feel unhappy when our life isn't working out the way we want. Because not that long ago, you would just have to, to get yourself together because those potatoes wouldn't be harvesting themselves. So I think we sometimes forget that, that our parents didn't have better tools to teach us because their parents didn't. But we get to decide and we get to find that courage to say, nope, I know there is more for me and I want it. And then start looking for it. And the best place to do that is feeling our way to it, I think. Because mm, I like to think that what is ultimately driving us is actually a, a sense of of wanting more, wanting happiness, wanting expansion in a way. And some people say that, oh, we're all just motivated by fear and survival, but I don't believe that. And if you are game, we could do a little experiment here. So um, think of something that you want in your life, something it could be a dream or a goal. It could be an object or an experience. So maybe you want that red sports car or maybe you want a promotion. And you don't have to tell me, but, but let me know if you think of something and I want to play along. And then I will give you my own example, because this was an exercise I was taught when I did my coach training many, many years ago. Um, and we were, we were asked to work in pairs. Oh, Randy Maya got one. Thank you. Um, so for me, what I wanted for this exercise was that I wanted a bigger apartment. So we were working in pairs and, and my partner was then asking me, okay, you want a bigger apartment. What will it give you to have that bigger apartment? So I was like, mm, 
it would it would give me more space and she was like okay so what would it give you to have more space i was like mm, it would give me less clutter i think because then everything can have its own space and there's storage and so bigger apartment would give me less clutter she's like okay and what would it give you to have less clutter and i was like oh it would be easier to invite people over more spontaneously when i wouldn't have to sort of tidy up after the kids or or making sure that things were almost decent before I invited guests. So she was like, okay, so what will that give me? And I was like, ah, oh, that will, that will give me sort of more of a social life, which in turn would give me a sense of connection. And a sense of connection would give me a feeling of, of stability, of peace, of belonging. And that would give me safety, which would make me feel, give me more energy to do meaningful things, which would make me happy. And then the thing is, when you get to the emotional answers, they will start to loop. If you keep asking, what will it give you to be happy? Well, that'll make me feel good. What will it give you to feel good? Um, it, it, it will help me to, to live my purpose. And what will that give you? Well, that will make me happy. So let me know if any of you were playing along. Also on replay, I will come back and read the comments. So if something comes up and you did not end up with a feeling on the positive human spectrum, I would be very curious to hear about it. Because in my experience with clients and from myself, that is where everything takes us. Everything we want, whether it's the perfect partner or it's going on vacation, it is because it will make us feel better to have that. And now we have a choice when we become aware of that. That gives you a choice, doesn't it? Because you can still decide that I want to have that bigger apartment. Or you can say, hmm, ah, if I really want more connection, I guess I could actually start finding that. Even, you know, be more open with colleagues at work or, or, be better at reaching out to the friends that I already have. I don't technically need a bigger apartment for it. Or like uh, a client I had a long time ago, he came to me and he was very determined that he wanted to focus on his career. So when we started digging into it, I asked him these questions and it turned out that he wanted the career because then he would be promoted, which would give him a higher salary, which would allow him to buy the house, which would make it easier for him to start a family. And at this point, he even still needed to find 
the mother of these kids that he wanted ultimately. So he was actually quite annoyed with me that day because he thought he just wanted to get that promotion. He wanted to focus on his career. And now I had sort of poked and shown him that maybe there were actually other things that he also wanted. And we should absolutely not not go for our careers or the bigger apartment or the vacation or the red sports car or whatever it is. But when you realize that you have an option, you don't have to wait. And that's the thing we often do when we have this idea that happiness is something out there because we're like, okay, when I get this promotion, I'll be happy. When I get the bigger apartment, I'll be happy. And sure, we will be for about an afternoon and then we're on to the next thing. Because when we let circumstances decide how we feel, we are either in a bit of trouble or we're in for a lot of hard work. And that's where all the micromanaging comes in. That's where we get in that water and we have to push very hard at that boat to make everything perfect so that we can be happy. We need the perfect body, we need the perfect bank account, we need the perfect partner, we need the perfect career, we need oh, the perfect whatever to show for so that we can feel happy. But when we stop letting our happiness be held hostage by circumstances, we can find so many reasons to be happy right where we are. We might not have the perfect body, but we can choose to be happy anyway. And we might not have a million dollars in the bank, but we can choose to be happy anyway, now where we are. And that's so powerful, I think. And that is one of the things that has shifted a lot for me in going from chasing the external, from pushing my boat towards whatever destination I wasn't even clear on, into allowing life to be bigger in a way. Because sometimes when we are a little bit open to it, when we're not busy micromanaging life, it can sometimes surprise us and show us some things that we weren't even aware that we wanted. And we do get to focus on any piece of that sort of link, uh, the chain, e each link in, in what it is that we want. And I did get a bigger apartment. It turned out that didn't give me any less clutter, actually, because I just got more stuff as well. Imagine that, right? So, and I think... The best part of this is that when we stop listening to people who say that it's selfish to want to be happy or it's lazy to just think that life's supposed to be good for us, when we start turning things around and demanding more from life, well, demanding is probably the wrong term, isn't it? When we open up to letting life hold more for us. That's when we 
start to have fun. That's when life starts to become enjoyable. And that's when we start shining so that other people can be, you know, lit up by us and our example. So I think that it's not just getting happy and aligned. It's not just something we do for us. It's something that will absolutely benefit our closest as well because creating this space of happiness and trusting that life is good that will extend the same the same feeling the same sense to them imagine having your kids grow up with some of these emotional tools having a emotional foundation of being happy and aligned i think that is one of what's gonna do the most good for our world and the future as well because it's not happy people who beat their spouses happy people generally don't hurt others and it's not happy people that troll others online and it's not happy people who start wars so i think that if you weren't already convinced that being happy and aligned is a really good investment in yourself and your close ones, I would argue that it is actually the best, most loving, courageous thing that you can do for all of us and for our future. So thank you so much for being here today and for taking part in this. We are a very small group because I think, unfortunately, the idea that we are actually allowed to be happy, sometimes even for no good reason, that's not mainstream, not as much as I thought it ought to be. But we have to start somewhere. And I'm so happy that you guys are with me on this journey. And I think that we can create some very happy ripples around us when we get to this place. So again, thank you so much for being here and, and comment if you are on replay as well, because as I have mentioned, and I will be making clear in a, an easy to, to spot post by itself, we do have an engagement price at this festival to make showing up even more fun. But don't, even if you think, oh, I don't want to win any prizes, don't let that hold you back because you will get to, to you know, raise your hand and say, I'm in for that prize at the end of the week. And, and I got a very good question before we started. And what is that price? So let me just very briefly tell you that it is a whole bundle of deliciousness because I want to give one of you guys a 12-week spotlight session VIP experience. And a spotlight session, that's, that's the happy and aligned version of a coaching session. I will tell you more about that when we get to the end of the week. But I just want to let you know that some of our guest speakers have also contributed some really amazing prizes. So there will be a two-hour alignment session with Katrina Friel, who is going to be here on Friday to share 
her tender secrets to discovering spiritual abundance with us. And Wednesday speaker Dr. Rosie Kuhn has offered her inward bound boot camp for self transformation. So that's a whole program that you can dig into on your own time and on your own terms to create an even deeper, more delicious relationship with yourself. And Erin and Ellie, who will be with us tomorrow, have offered a two-part workshop that will help you shift limiting beliefs and wounded energy. So imagine what kind of energy that will release and set free for you. So I hope you're excited about that and that you feel that this was a good start to the week, that it's a little bit more clear what it means to be happy and aligned. But if you have any questions whatsoever, drop them in the chat here or post a big, huge help. I'm confused in the group and we will take it from there. But for now, thank you so much. And I hope you have a really lovely night or morning or rest of your day, wherever you are. So now I am just looking for the button to end this thing. And I will see you later when I'm here with Claire Kumar, who's going to tell us about how social connections are a key factor in human performance. So see you later, guys.